You are listening to As a Woman, episode 50, Time to Start. In this episode, I am talking all about how to approach a new decade, a new year, a new you. So much can change in just one year, and I'm ready for you to be the best version of yourself possible. Welcome to As a Woman, the podcast hosted by fertility physician, Dr. Natalie Crawford, to educate and empower women. Each week, learn about your health, your fertility, and how they relate to your true self. Become a part of the community, fostering collaboration over competition, while learning how to authentically find your voice and amplify others as a woman. Friends, oh my goodness, we are on the 50th episode. This is episode 550 of the As a Woman podcast. It is also the last episode of 2019. 2020 is right here knocking at the door. If you're listening to this in real time, it's being released on New Year's Eve. And if you're listening a little later, doesn't matter. Hey, 2020, we're here. And I just want to start by taking a moment to look back. Those of you who follow me on Instagram at Natalie Crawford MD, you have seen me reflect over the past year. And that is because in one year, I made a huge, huge change in my life. Literally, I'm living a different life than I was a year ago. And that is good in all of the ways. What I've learned about life and people in general is people make assumptions about you based on the end product. So for example, you see me right now and I have two kids and they're the most perfect kids They are four and five. They're amazing. They're my everything. And you think I planned that out perfectly. Oh, what does this doctor even know about the struggles that I may be having about when to have kids, if I can have kids, infertility, etc. And it's not until you really get to know me or you hear my story that you found out that my kids were my pregnancies five and six. There are four other things that happened, three miscarriages, one ectopic, that were not children. And there was a point in time where I didn't know if I would ever have a family, let alone my perfect family that I have now. But if you just see my right now, you see the end or the middle or whatever, but you don't see where I started or where I came from. And the same thing is happening at the end of 2019. I just had the most incredible professional year of my life. I have had tons of personal and professional growth. I have said no to more things than ever, and I have said yes to more things than ever. It has challenged me and pushed me. There's been so much self-discovery, and it all happened because I just decided I needed to make a change. If you've listened to prior podcasts like Burnout or Girl Quit Your Job, you know part of my story. But what happened is I got to a place where I was so busy trying to please other people, trying to live up to expectations, not wanting to let anybody down, not wanting to be a failure, not even wanting to admit the truth of the situation I was in, that I was just getting further and further and further away from myself. And I was making decisions in line with this other persona who wasn't really me at all. And that's just because I was at the end of a rope and I was trying to adjust to the environment Instead of simply acknowledging that the environment was wrong. And I really hope you're listening and you say, Ooh, that sucks. Thank goodness I'm not in that situation. 
that's really, really where I hope you are. But I know for a fact that there are some of you in that position. And it's one thing if you feel that way, but your situation is transient. It's an internship or a residency or a finite time period. That is more sustainable than this is your job. This is your life. What are you doing with your life? The time is now. It is time to start prioritizing yourself. And I don't mean go be selfish or not take care of other people, but I mean, girl, you have one life. Dear friend, this is it. We go through life day in and day out, and we try to avoid really thinking about the fact that our life ends. For most of us, we do not deal with death on a day-to-day basis. Those of us in medicine, we know it's always lingering there. Or those of us who've lost somebody close to us, we know that this unthinkable thing can happen at any time. And it doesn't matter what was on your to-do list, the big things you would get to later. When your time comes, your time comes. And I'm saying that right now to you at the start of 2020 because it matters. You are too important to be living your life this way. You are too important. It is your time. It is time to start saying no to things that don't serve you. And it is time to lean in hard to the scary things. I will say, if you look at my year, let's think about it. I quit my job with no backup. Probably months before, my husband and I had talked about this. I don't know if I can get another job. I have this non-compete. I like taking care of patients. It'll look so bad. What if we have to move on and on and on and on? Essentially, I was coming up with every single imaginable excuse to not go to the hard spot because the hard spot had a lot of question marks. Leaving a job that I was depressed, burnout, unhappy in to go to question mark means there's a lot of things unknown, especially when you are the primary breadwinner for your family. My husband is amazing and he's got a great job, but I make the majority of the money and we have a house based on this salary. We have things, cars, other responsibilities, and I'm in charge of that. I can't just willy-nilly quit my job without there being repercussions. And I let that be an excuse to be unhappy for a really long time. And I was in such bad denial of my unhappiness that I was trying to accommodate even more. I was going further away from where I should be. And that is really when I reached rock bottom. And when I reached that place, I went to a lot of therapy that helped immensely. But the one thing that really stuck out was that I was not making any decisions for me. I was too nervous to launch my blog, start a podcast, take vacation, take some of these opportunities that were coming my way. And suddenly I realized I am saying no to all these things that really I'm passionate about, and that is the wrong thing. Life is too short for that type of decision-making, and I wasn't going to do it anymore. I was going to start to make decisions that suited my long-term goals, my passions, what I wanted to leave behind in this life, and I wasn't really going to care about what happened, which sounds ridiculous. I know it does. I really think the truth is I reached such a low end I said, hey, I can't settle anymore. If I settle for this 
and I'm unhappy, what kind of mom am I? What kind of wife am I? What kind of friend am I? What kind of doctor am I? Am I helping anybody in this position? And it got so bad that I said, you know what? I need to take the jump, the leap, and not worry about what's on the other side because I now know that I am worth not settling for. And if I take something, if I take a job that doesn't fit me, I'll be in the same spot. And then I may be worse than I am right now. So I approached every decision. Is this the right one for me? Independent of all the other factors. And I am a type A planner, you guys. I'm an Enneagram one or three. Depends on how you look at it. Probably a one. But the point is, I plan everything. I make lists for everything. I had a spreadsheet when it came to which fellowship program to rank in what order. I'm a planner, guys. So when I say I'm going to make decisions based on this decision without thinking about the 10 things that will happen afterward, that's a huge mind shift and it has changed everything. So I started saying no to job opportunities, even though I wanted to say yes, because I like the people, it was the wrong job. And I started negotiating like I didn't need the job. These are the things I need. You can't give them to me. That's okay. Seriously, that's okay. Everybody can't give you everything. It is a nice opportunity. Thank you. Let's stay friends. Not for me right now. That's not what I need. I started saying no unapologetically. That's not right for me. I can't commit to that. I need to spend time with my family. I would love to, but I can't. And I started to just suggest other women who were amazing and not feel guilty about it. I let the guilt go from those expectations. I know you wanted me to pick up that extra week can't do it, have plans. I know you wanted me to be on this advisory board. It's not in line with my passions or goals, so I'm not going to do it. But here's somebody who would be great. I just let the guilt go. I let go of the expectations, let go of pleasing people, and looked at the decision for me. And I got a great job, and I work four days a week, and I've traveled so much with my family, and I've had all these opportunities thrown at me, and I've had time to create I've been able to pour my heart into this community and I've been able to say no and then say yes. Hey, yeah, Wearfix, I would love to go be on a billboard. Sounds amazing. Hey, Pop Sugar. Yeah, I will be in featured about working moms. Yes, I'd love to speak at that. Yes, yes, yes. Create a conference for women in medicine sounds completely up my alley and something I'm very passionate about. Is it going to take 1 million hours of my life? Mm-hmm, sure is. Was Pinnacle Conference worth every moment of that? It was. Guys, it was life-changing because it was in line with me and what I wanted to do, and it was worth the time. And I really think this concept, if we rewind, goes back to what I tell young medical students. One of the top questions that I get asked from medical students is how to pick a specialty. And most of you know I picked wrong. I went into emergency medicine And that was wrong for me. And I left and I went to OBGYN. Found my true passion for women's health and fertility, matched into REI, and now I'm in practice as a fertility physician. It is 1000% the right job for me. And I didn't see it back then because I let a lot of these external voices be so loud. And what I tell young medical students is this, you must pick something you love. You must pick something in line with your passions. 
Because if you are doing something to serve other people, your parents, your spouse, your future kids, your current kids, your mentors, whoever, it's not right for you. And you are smart and you will figure out that it's not right and you will be unhappy and you don't want to be unhappy. So you will stop doing it. And then was any of this worth it? This time of taking all of your 20s to try to become a doctor to help people. If you end up in the wrong field that's not right for you and you leave, was this worth it? So you need to be honest with yourself and make a decision that suits who you really are and what matters to you. And friends, that is what you need to do also. You need to look at these decisions, these opportunities that come in front of you about do they matter to you? What does it mean to do this? And what does it mean to say no? And probably it means much less than you think to say no. And some things may be parallel with your passions. So we will use volunteering at my daughter's school. She's in elementary school. She's in kindergarten. I'm a full-time working mom, but I have Mondays off. So when there are volunteer opportunities on Monday, you know who jumps at it? Me. Me. I jump at it. That's mine. I'll do it. I'm there. Do I like being around kindergartners? Not so much. Do I like teaching or being at school? That's not my thing. But I really, really love my daughter and it makes her extremely happy. And I love being her mom. And the risk on my day off of going up there is less time to record a podcast or create content or work on other things. That risk is low. The benefit is high. Being a good mom that day. So it's in line with my goals and my passions and I do it and I smile and I'm happy and I don't feel guilty that I didn't record as many podcasts that day or I didn't write the blog post or record a video or whatever. I don't. My time was well spent because it was in line with my big goals. And you know what? I can't get off Tuesday through Friday. It really requires me to move mountains. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but I book out six weeks. That's incredible. As a fertility physician, most patients will not wait longer than a menstrual cycle to see you, and I am booked out six weeks. That is a topic for an entirely different podcast, but the point is, I can't get off with the two weeks notice that school gives me to go show up for the winter festival. So I show up on Mondays when I can, and I beg her teacher to tell me of the big things. What's the biggest thing happening this semester? Oh, winter festival? Oh, it's on a Wednesday morning great. Let me take PTO three months in advance. And that's fine. And it works. My point is that if you know what matters to you or what brings you joy and what brings you happiness, then go for it. And it may not be going to school. That may not be your thing. You may hate it so much that it is so unworth it. And you're better served by going to eat lunch at school or taking off to chaperone the field trip or doing zero things with school, but taking the kids to a movie after school one day. I don't know. You mom in your own way. I am not here to judge you. But I'm saying that every little decision you have in front of you, you need to evaluate that decision. I say no to a lot of speaking stuff out of town because it is peripherally aligned with my goals or some of my little ones, but not the big ones. And the time away from my family is not worth it. I also say yes to a lot of things out of town. And I try to think of which ones can I bring my kids on with me? Which ones do I need to go by myself? Which ones can I take Jason? 
what is going to allow me to still be present as a mom and as a wife? And which things do I really need to tackle by myself? And all the things are okay. Maybe you need to go to everything alone. Maybe you need to take your family on everything. I do not care. Nobody cares but you. If you are shooting for wear figs and you're missing your family so much that you're not even enjoying the moment, you made the wrong choice. Similarly, if your kids are driving you bonkers and you can't focus, you made the wrong choice. This is your life. It is time to start making decisions for you. Decisions that matter to you. Decisions in line with who you are. But the biggest problem is that often we don't really know who we are. We have lost touch with who we are. We're so busy just grinding and working and trying to achieve goals that we have forgotten what it was like to just feel and think uninhibitively and believe in ourselves and want things that are crazy big. We have let society and life and culture shape us into who we should be or who we think we should be or how we should act. And a lot of this is putting our own needs very last. And I bet if you're listening to this podcast, you could nod your head. You could nod your head. You are often taking care of all the people in the room or the house and putting yourself at the very bottom. And that's not a bad thing. It is good to take care of people, but it is bad to neglect yourself. You need to do both. And I will argue, as will so many, that you need to put yourself first. Because if you take care of yourself, you can take better care of others. If this is your one life, because it is, don't you want to live it? Don't you want to be here as long as possible for those kiddos you may have, or for your husband, or your dog, or your cat, or for whoever? Don't you want to have the best chance at staying healthy, not getting a chronic disease? Don't you want to explore the world or your town or something? Don't you have a desire to be the very best version of yourself? And should that version take care of herself? Should she be healthy? How many times have you written on a New Year's resolution, get healthy, get in shape, eat better? How many times? How many times have you started a year saying that you were going to make yourself a priority and then you didn't? Or you did for a little bit and then you fell off. And why is that? I know we are all busy. We all have the same number of hours in a day. We all have the same crazy big to-do list. But I think it's because so often we let the world tell us that we are not important. We are not as important as whoever else we need to take care of. Our patients, our parents, our children, our spouse, our pets. We are the least important. We really have gotten to a place where we believe this and then we feel too busy and then we're too behind and we can't get enough sleep and I don't even know how to meditate. How can I go to yoga? I don't have enough hours in the day already. I can't do it all, so I'll do none of it. It is okay to let some things go. You do not have to do everything, but you need to take care of yourself. If you lose yourself, you have nothing left. You can handle whatever this world throws at you better if you take better care of yourself and it is time to start. I mean it. I want to know why you're not taking care of yourself. What is your excuse? And if you set a goal, a little micro goal, like I'm going to go for a walk or for a run or ride the bike or whatever, and you don't do it, 
What excuse is worth you? Why are you not worthy of that time? Seriously, why are you not worthy? Because I think you're worthy and you should too. It is time to start making decisions in line with the life we want to lead. And that's really what I did in the last year. I stopped caring about what would happen, the goods and the bads. I stopped worrying about what everybody else thought of me. And I stopped comparing myself to what everybody else was out there or what I thought I should be doing. And I just started doing what felt right, what I was passionate about, the decisions that mattered to me, and I leaned hard into them. And what I realized is that when you're focused on achieving your own goals, it doesn't really matter as much what everybody else thinks you should be doing. It is really easy to stand here and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to defend myself because I'm working out every morning because I want to be able to run a 5K with my kids at the turkey trot. That's a goal and I want to do it. So I'm taking care of myself. When people want to throw you shade for making educational videos or for having an Instagram or a TikTok or a YouTube or whatever, if you're passionate about it, that's fine. Bring it on. If you are not comparing yourself to what everybody else does, you can do more. If you compete gracefully and collaboratively and work together and learn, we can all do more together in this space and in this world. And so stop looking in everybody else's lane. Stop feeling entitled that you are owed certain things in this world. The truth is the world owes you nothing. You owe it to yourself to make choices that are going to suit you the best. You need to start understanding what you need to be happy. Because if you are happy, if you are making choices and you're standing by them, no matter what the world is saying, you're going to be able to move into that better version of you. You are going to take better care of the people around you. You are going to be a better participant in this world and the world will then notice. I will tell you, the world will then come around the ones that were putting you back or making you feel guilty, and they will then be your biggest supporters. You just need to do you. And you can't do you if you don't know you. And you can't know you if you don't take time. So start exercising. Don't just eat better, go on a diet. Like eat better for your life, friends. Start journaling. Take a course, take a class, take a trip, go to yoga, start meditating, go to counseling. Do something for you. Okay, I once heard somebody tell me that you need to be your own best friend. And I always laughed at this. I always did until this past year. When I realized what that really means, that's not love yourself the most, even though I'm actually a huge fan of that. It means know yourself like you would your best friend. Ask yourself the hard questions like you would your best friend. Look inside yourself and see what dreams are there, like you would challenge your best friend to do. Stop settling for the bullshit, like you wouldn't let your best friend do that. Take out the garbage. That's what one of my best friends has to always told me. Ever since way back in college, he would say, take out the trash. Not it's t- So just consider this your friendly little reminder to take out your own trash. It is time. What trash, what is cluttering your life? What can you get rid of? What load can you let go of? How can you get trashed out of your picture? And how can you start making decisions for you? How can you become your own best friend? 
because it is time to start. It is a new year, a new decade, time to be the best version of you possible. And I promise, I promise, when you start to become your own best friend, when you look inside and you see what's really there and what matters and what fuels you and what you're passionate about, and you start to lean into this and make decisions based off of it, it's going to change everything. It really will. You just have to start. And the time is now. Friends, I just want to say thank you so much for your support of the As A Woman podcast, episode 50, here we are. 400,000 downloads, that's incredible. You guys have blown my mind with where we started this almost a year ago. Every week there's been an episode. We have learned about fertility, learned about plant-based eating, looked hard in ourselves and challenged us with hard questions about female leadership and empowerment and personal growth, and here we are. And I really couldn't love you more for it. I hope you have a great New Year's Eve if you are listening to this in real time. I will be eating Thai food and drinking champagne and playing in the backyard with sparklers with our friends. That is what we love to do. Spend time with the people who support us and challenge us and are our real best friends. I really am hopeful that some of this resonated with you. And I really hope that you're looking for 2020 to be the start of even that next best chapter. I really hope 2019 has been an awesome year for you and that you can take that year and even enhance it. And if it hasn't, it can get better. It can get better, I promise. I also want to say that I just launched my master class, which has been about a year in development. It is a self-discovery course where you're going to self-pace, go through 10 different modules, talking about what is unhealthy, failing, contingency, start talking about confidence, balance, looking inside to become the best version of yourself. I have poured my heart and soul into this, and it has been a true labor of love, and I'm really excited to share it with just a few of you. This is the first enrollment. The course is going to launch January 6th. Only a select group of people are going to be in the course. It is very limited. It's also at the lowest cost that it ever will be. It will enroll again April 6th, and it will be pricier at that time period. But for those of you, if there are spots left and you're interested, you can use the discount code as a woman for an additional $100 off. And you heard it here. That is just because you listened to the podcast. A thank you for your support, your inspiration, and for just being the most amazing community that there is. Happy New Year.